Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. Nineteen seventy two undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram and Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we recap the Miami Dolphins' Week 12 victory against the uh, Carolina Panthers. So the uh, Miami Dolphins' streak continues now, and they've won four in a row, and they bring their record to five and seven, and obviously uh, much better sounding than the abysmal one in seven that they started to dig themselves out of. So uh, me and Rich told you, uh, you know, as this was going along, um, that these were there was a stretch of games here which was really going to be indicative of what the Dolphins were going to be able to do during this win streak. Now, obviously, they were able to to pick up, um, you know, some some victories uh, that you know maybe they shouldn't have, like when they beat Baltimore. You said, wow. Um, but then you had the Jets and Carolina looming, so uh, they have a potential of playing down to their opponents, but uh, they certainly have not done that as of the last two games, and that's something that's very refreshing uh, to see, certainly, um, from this team. They're starting to play uh, very similar to the way that they played last year when they were playing good last year, and the defense seems to be uh, back to the same game plan uh, that they were um, you know, when they were really strong last Last year, so let's go through your stat line for the game. Uh, Tua, 27 for 31, 230 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, and I might go so far as to call this a breakout game for him. We're going to discuss this a lot more uh, in this show, but. Um, you know, two is the main focus here, uh, as he's been all year. But uh, I thought this kid played a, a, a fantastic game. So um, we're going to get into that, like I said, a lot more. But um, Gaskin, your leading rusher, 16 for 49, two touchdowns. Uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, the acquisition uh, from Denver. Uh, 12 for 42 yards, uh, and and you know what added some balance and and another uh, weapon I think to that run game. So uh, we'll see how that falls out. Uh, Jalen Waddle uh, had his breakout game. I've been talking about this week to week how consistent he was, but has not had that breakout game. You would consider this his breakout game. He finally breaks 100, and it's in a big way. Nine for 137, and he had the one touchdown, which was really big. Um, now keep in mind all these stats that I just told you. Um, the Carolina Panthers were the number one rated pass defense going into the game. So I, I know that's surprising to a lot of people. It was surprising to me when I first heard it um, going into the game, but uh, they were. They were the number one ranked pass defense, and so anything you do in this game offensively, you have to take that in mind. And I think it just adds you know, a little bit to, to where that, that was. Now on the other side of the coin, uh, the Carolina stats, and 
they are, in a lot of ways, uh, very reflective of how well the Dolphins played. Cam Newton, maybe the worst game he's played in uh, maybe his career. I mean, it was really, really bad when you just look stat line-wise. Uh, five for 21, 92 yards, zero uh, touchdowns, and he had the two interceptions. Uh, McCaffrey, McCaffrey uh, 10 for 35 yards on the ground. But this of note, um, two things. First time he went in a, a, a game and did not have a reception in his entire career. Had no receptions. And it was also just uh, announced right before that he is now out for the season with that ankle injury, which uh, sidelined him and he didn't return. Uh, DJ Moore was their leading receiver. He had four catches for 103 yards. And uh, Robbie Anderson, uh, one catch for 15 yards. So, um, you know, a very good day for the Dolphin defense, no doubt about it. And uh, the big defensive star of the game, uh, Jalen Phillips, three sacks on the day. And... uh, that brings him to six and a half sacks. And Rich, now I was just looking at the wire, and they announced uh, the statement. But uh, correct me if I'm right. It said no apology from Rich Van Zandt. Is that correct? There's no apology will be issued. <laughs> Not I even said close. on a teletape. Not even close. Not, Not even close. close. Well, 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 let me let me add. Besides how well I think he's been playing, uh, he has six and a half sacks on the year. You know how many sacks Jason Taylor had in his rookie year? Four. He had he had five. He had five. Okay. So just to just put a little perspective on it for you. So so there you go. Um, so uh, you, you know, so you you chipping the bust out now? Is what you're saying? I don't say I'm chipping the bust out, but I'm very happy with the way he's been playing. I, I, I'm very happy with the way he's been playing. And you know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm very happy with the way Holland's been playing too. He's been playing yeah, really he, good football he the last the three weeks. Yeah, because yeah. he's got to stop fumbling those punt returns. You know, I don't like him there. I, 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 I'm, yeah, and I'm never gonna like him there. How about that? I mean, I, I'm never gonna like him there. I mean, you didn't like Grant. And, you know, for whatever, you didn't like Grant, you know. But I like having a punt returner, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? No, I don't I, like I, having I, my I safety. Like, I never hated Grant as a kickoff or a return guy. I hated him as a wide receiver. You're always right. missing the point there. You know? No, because, the, because he kind of went out of that role, and you still hated him. Yeah. He, he kind of yeah, lost that role, and you yeah, still hated him. I didn't him. really like him. Right. Yeah, I yeah. Like so, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I do like having that punt returner. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, like no, I having him I don't want to see a, a, a starter, especially a star yeah. starter. A star, in that yeah. Role. yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Deion Sanders or, you know, somebody that, that, that dominates in that fashion uh, at that role, right. I don't want to see you there. I, I agree with no. you 100%. And, and uh, way too uh, valuable to be using in that role. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. And, uh, you know, they have to start protecting these guys a little bit more. And I know that, uh, ironically, Belichick doesn't do that. And so he doesn't protect those guys. I mean, he he, he throws them out there from Welker to Adam. I mean, that's just what he does. And I guess. Remember Gronkowski broke his arm? Like, you know, blocking on a a freaking field goal? Remember that? Yeah. 
I, and yeah, I mean, I guess you can argue whether that's the same as actually returning it. I mean, that's flukish. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, I guess you're gonna have guys play on special teams. It's gonna happen. They, they, but returning you, you it is a different. You don't have a star tight end blocking on a special teams thing. You know what I mean? That's usually that's a little ridiculous. You know, you shouldn't have been exposed to that. I, I don't know. Do you not? Do you not like I I I don't know like is that the case yeah. uh, like like if I, I went through guy like that you want to have him block on a on a on a, on a field goal attempt really I I wouldn't have had him out there yeah I always thought that yeah. was a mistake yeah I mean well it ultimately was a mistake I just I, I'm saying like yeah. you're, you're telling me Gonzalez and and Gates and and whoever else I don't know would never be on like a a field goal line. Yeah, I wouldn't want that to see that. I, you know, I, I don't think Gusecki should be out there. I don't know if he is or not. I don't pay attention like that. Well, well it's funny that you brought that up. Seven, we have 17 tight ends. I, we don't need him out there for that, you know? Well, well it's funny that you brought that up because that's the one <laughs> thing I noticed in this game. He's now changed yeah, to become the blocking tight end. Basically, he was basically a decoy yesterday. It was insane. Yeah, I think he yeah, had like 15, 17 yards, something like that in the air. But uh, yeah. he was just thrown onto the line to block the whole day, and you got to wonder, is that a decoy or or is it something else? We said in that Jet game, or at least I said in that Jet game, he got his bell rung towards the end of that game and was not the same then, and now he didn't really play much in this game as far as catching passes, so uh, I don't know. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe nothing went on. Maybe he was just a decoy, like you said, but it is very interesting to see how they used him and the emergence of of, uh, you know, of, of, of Smythe, you know, so um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's just, we're just kind of looking into something that doesn't exist. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was kind of strange. It definitely was kind of strange. No question about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they mentioned, did you hear over the week, they mentioned Will Fuller. <laughs> I heard No, I, I didn't. No, I didn't. They said he was close to returning, but not ready yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That that actually surprises me too, because I was kind of under the impression, as you were, that we may not see him yeah, again. Yeah, we never see him again. Yeah, they, so they mentioned that, and then they also mentioned Devontae Parker wasn't, you know, tried to practice but wasn't, you know, full capacity yet. These guys, man, it's unbelievable. You know, I've never seen lingering like minor injuries that turn into like weeks and weeks and weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that they've had a banged-up wide receiving crew for the last few years. There's no doubt about it, which kind of leads me into my next thing, and that's when you look at Tua – um, and, and we could go on and on about well, how much we think has just been unfair how they've treated this guy, because it is. But if you look now, uh, th- this actually marked his 16th game that he's yes. played. And that's mm-hmm. important because now we can give a full season of stats, even though it's over the two years. So let, let's break it down first off uh, for, for this year. This year he started seven games, okay? He's 165 completions and 234 attempts. He's got 1,701 yards, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions with a 94.7 percentage. Okay. Now, if you combine the other games to make that full season of 16 games, he's got 
351 completions, 524 attempts, 3,515 yards, 67%, 21 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 6 rushing TDs with a 90.5 percentage rating. And honestly, Rich, anybody who thinks those are not good numbers does not really follow the game of football. And the fact that he was able to do this with what they're giving him uh, – less than than uh, average offensive line. The offensive line's been terrible at times. Terrible. The receiving core all banged around, and two and a half offensive coordinators in the shuffle. I mean, this guy, and, and, and then on top, your owner flying across the country to go meet with another quarterback who's under uh, criminal investigation to maybe replace him during the year. I mean, how do you put up with that? I mean, that's just a lot of stuff on this kid's head to be playing the way he does. I, I really have to tip my cap to him. And I was most impressed with this game than I have been in any game he's played. Yeah, I think this is this is probably the you know you're right about it being a breakout game. I think the breakout game really was coming off the bench and beating the Ravens, but this is one of his his I, really no errors in this game. I mean, two bad snaps that really weren't his fault, and you know he had no interceptions in this game, and you know he really took command. And I really liked what I liked seeing yesterday was him getting out of receivers and you know and the linemen when they made mistakes, and he really seemed to be like the captain of the team during the game. You know, like really, yeah. he was in control of that team. You know, because he worked. First time we've seen that. Yeah, yeah. First you time know? we've seen that verbally, anyway, right? Yeah. First time we've seen him with yeah. emotion and verbally, you know, yeah. uh, basically, you know, coming on on top of players, making mistakes, the offensive lineman a couple times, and uh, yeah, you, you have to like that. I certainly did. Uh, it's a confidence and. and about you know, I'm so sick of the media like giving him crap, you know, about you know, the Watson this, the Watson that, all this crap. You know, every time they anointed one of these young quarterbacks as like, you know, the next thing, they've been playing horribly. And that means Jackson, yes. that means Herbert. That means, you know, yes. Jason Allen. I mean Herbert's been playing yes. awful the last month. Yes. No one said a yes. word. No one yes. said a word. Yeah, that's very true. The last three weeks every anointed king has fallen yes. majorly. Hard. Including those guys Hard. that you just said. Yes. yes. He's outplayed uh, He's outplayed every yep. one of them. That's right. You know, and like, you know, so, you know, you know, the Ravens yesterday, he threw four interceptions. Oh, yeah. And they still won. Absolutely. They, I mean, that wasn't because of him. That was because of the, in that play of, of the other one, who's on every other commercial. You know, I mean, he's Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, it was the game of turnovers. They both were. I mean, yeah. I, I, I watched that, and, yeah, I thought he played – very badly too. Uh, he's not healthy. Uh, it's obvious he's hurt and he's playing through stuff. He's just not. He just doesn't seem like himself. But that was a, a an ugly game of turnovers. But you're right to go back yeah. to the to the Dolphin point. Uh, a lot of these guys have been playing terrible, and you don't hear the uh, the way that they've been talking with Tua. And yeah. and the even Dolphins after this, this guy, I mean, really seriously, you've we've seen. I mean, since Marino retired, I, I don't think any other organization has seen the garbage quarterbacking that we've had. I mean, we've had some views. And, and the, the, yeah. the, the thing that this guy, <laughs> other than Tannehill, there's been no one who's good in Pennington for that one year. And, and just like the first year and a half, the abuse that this guy's taken for no reason whatsoever. 
I just and don't even get it. after we, this, we, we've had even, crap. Yeah. Even after this, this, the compliments were still backhanded. You know, it was still oh, yeah, you know, he could play really well. He doesn't have the greatest arm strength, and you know, he doesn't have a you know, but he, but he's, he's fairly accurate. Like even the compliments were backhanded slaps. And it, it, it's very strange. But I will say this, though. I think he's at the point now where if the Dolphins decide they don't want him, there will be uh, a, a very vested interest in Tua Tagovailoa. I, I really think there will be. I think he's already now. After what we saw, and, you know, as long as the rest of the season goes smoothly, if they even address the quarterback position at the end of the year, they're clueless. They really are. Because you got one already. If they go out and try to make a stupid move, they're really ignoramuses. They really are. Yes, I agree. And the only thing that you can really hope is just that he stays healthy. I mean, that's the one thing, right? If he stays healthy, there's really... really, 100%. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, there's nothing that you can knock him for if he stays healthy. I mean, the play on the field has been just fine. It really has. That's the only thing that could maybe make you a little bit tentative. And, you know, just to add one other thing onto it, I keep thinking about, you know, when Ross met with uh, Deshaun Watson and the whole arrogance of the Texans organization, right, and then to come out and say, we have no interest in Tua. You know what? I'm glad you don't, because that kind of just shows where that organization is. You can make an argument they're the worst team in football. You really could. I mean, they just lost handily to the Jets. You can make an argument. And, 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 and that organization from the top down, uh, you know, shows where the fact that they don't want nothing to do with him just really goes to show, you know, who, uh, it's just, it, it's a very bad, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, go, with, and, go with Tyrod Taylor for the rest of the time. Go, go ahead and with they're, that, you know? they're going to regret, they're going to regret, I think, the, the high price tag and the nonsensical demands that they had on Deshaun Watson in this trade. Just the fact that well, they had you know, any team I'm go back interested. To else, though. I, don't think he, I don't think anybody's going to trade for him now, no matter what you want for him. Because as soon as you get him, you can't play. They're not going to allow him to play. So what, what do you get for a guy that's on the verge of being suspended? Oh, don't you kid yourself, Rich. Rich, don't you kid yourself. The Dolphins were so close to pulling oh, the trigger. I understand that. But I don't, I don't think – I think the one thing that stopped him was he can't get on the field. No, that's no not what stopped him because that was always up. No, no, that's not what stopped him, Rich. Cause, no, because he hasn't been active all year. Everybody well, knows they, that. They, Everybody knows the second they activate him, he's going to be suspended. Right. Everybody knows that. And they also, if something went really south, they had no – they they wanted some kind of guarantee that they would get some of the compensation. Only at the eleventh hour. Only at the eleventh hour did that come in the mix. Only when they raised their demands to three first round picks and all the other nonsense, and we have no interest yeah. in Tua anymore. Only then yeah. did the Dolphins want some kind of a, a, a guarantee. Uh, no, no. What they wanted was they wanted him to settle these other cases in writing so that they had, you know, that done and, and that they, you know, they had uh, concrete that that was going to be over with. And then the Texans said, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to up the price. So it was only until right. that 11th hour of the Dolphins adding some stuff on there. But I'm telling you, this team was so close. It was close. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I and I don't think there was 30 – 
There's maybe maybe one other team sniffed it, but they were really the only team biting for this. I mean, it, they really were. So, well, Carolina you know, Oklahoma was the other team, believe it or not. Yeah, and who knows how close they really were. You know what I mean? I don't think they were right. – listen, I don't think they were anywhere near putting their owner on a jet plane to go meet with them right no, before the trade deadline. I, I got I, – I I, if he comes back somewhere, I think that's a good – it's either that, that or Philadelphia. I think that Carolina or Philadelphia are the two teams he ends up with. Yeah, I don't see Philadelphia. I really don't see that happening, uh, especially with Hurts playing fairly better now. And uh, to give up that much, I don't see them doing it, but we'll see. But we'll see how it plays out. All right, quick break. Right back after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyer on the catch. Dan Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we recap the Miami Dolphins' victory over the Carolina Panthers. And now they uh, take their record to 5-7 and seven and um, kind of put themselves, uh, as ridiculous as this sounds, Rich, uh, puts themselves almost in the hunt. I know that sounds ridiculous, but they're like a game away from you seeing them in the hunt on that screen again. I know, it's crazy. I know. It really yeah. is insane. I mean, teams are losing. They're, they're really losing. The best record is the is the Ravens now with the one of their eight and three. You yeah, know, there's they, nobody they, like you know. There's nobody like with, with a great record. You know. No, Ravens number one now with that win. They go to eight and three. Patriots number two yeah. at eight and four. I mean, that's the best there yeah. is. And you know, listen, you play the Patriots again. You've beaten them once. Um, you know, it, it just it just shows that you know if they can continue to play good football, they'll get themselves back in in a competitive mix. And I think that's what you kind of want at this standpoint. Yeah. It's early. We got to see. It's just sad because it didn't have to be this bad. I mean, we lost you know the Falcon game, the Jacksonville game, the Raider game. Those three, there was three more wins right there, you know. Yeah, for sure. And 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 yeah. that Falcons, that Falcons, and of course that Jaguars are ones that just have to haunt you. I mean, they they lose yeah. the games you should not have lost. But this team was, no. but you know what, Rich? Especially that Jaguar game. Uh, this team was playing games quarterback wise. It affected yeah, that right. team. I mean, I know he got the injury, had the rib injury, but it was like they didn't want yeah. him to play. And and those games. Those games we lost when uh, Brisket was in the game. I mean, we weren't that's even involved. That's what I mean. I mean you know, that, that's yeah, what I mean. Like, that, that was on them. Yep. Like, it's like they didn't yep. want him to play. And, you yeah. know, we, we should add, the kid had broken ribs and a broken finger through all this, too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I like I said, I really tip my cap to him. But I can't help but thinking that, that this has a lot to do with you losing to those clown teams that – Really, you know, wound your season. We'll see how this ends. Yeah. I mean, they're on a four-game winning streak right now, and they got the New York Giants coming to town. Uh, Giants are a weird team. They're a very beatable team, but they're playing better. And, you know, you don't know which Giants you're going to get. They can be one of the worst teams in football, and then they've shown that they can show up and, and play pretty good football for four quarters. So you don't really know what you're going to get in this game, but the Dolphins are a better team than the Giants. And if the Dolphins so continue better. to play like they're playing, they should beat the Giants. But that's not yes. any guarantee that that's what's going to happen. So we've got, we got to see which Dolphin team is going to continue to show up here. Yeah, I mean, like, they haven't shown signs of regressing, but we'll see, you know. And hopefully, you know, we get a couple more receivers back. There's even more weapons, you know. Well, it sounds like, you know, well, I guess Fuller and Parker are still a little ways away. Um, I'm very happy with the way that guys have stepped up. I mean, I think that Durham Smythe really stepped up nicely uh, as another Albert. tight end receiving-wise. Um, uh, Albert Wilson, uh, yeah, I don't know. He has moments here and there, but I, I, I think that uh, – you know, I'm more I'm I'm more happy to see that you know they're they're able to do uh, some other things uh, you know um, passing wise with the with the tight ends and then if Waddle it seems like now opening up a little more they're finally throwing it vertically you know instead of the eight the you know the other eight yard passes all the time that we see you know they're starting to throw the ball down the field it looks like I, I think you were a you know. step away from seeing Waddle take go long. And and he got excited and he jump started 
and then that ended right. that drive. But I think that yeah. if we would have seen that play, there's a good chance Waddle has close to 200 yards and another touchdown, but we'll never know because yeah. it didn't happen. But I think that was a play yeah. where he was heading to the pylon, and we, we, we might have had a chance to see him go long and, and what would yep. have come from that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's very important, like you said. Preston Williams and uh, and Albert Wilson, I, you know, they, they both show that they can do good things. Um, Matt Collins has, you know, has really come up from the beginning of this year um, to somebody who, you know, can also do some good things. It's just the consistency of those other two guys. Collins, you know yeah, what you're well, going to get, and I like him. We're not, we're not, I'm not, I'm not telling you Will Fuller is going to come back and do anything, I, I, but I would like to have Parker back, you know. I mean, he's, a, he's one of those guys that can just out-jump everybody, and you know, on a deep ball, you know, when you need it. He just seems to make, even if he only has, like, three catches, they're important. Yeah, when he's healthy, he can play. There's no doubt about it. The problem is he just hasn't been healthy. And I even know. now, know. you know, I don't know what you're going to get when he does come back because he just seems to keep re-injuring the same hamstring and, and just yeah. just cannot cannot kind of stay healthy game to game. So, you know, you hope for the best. You hope that this healing session actually uh, does heal him and he can come back fresh. Um, and, and, and at this point, I wouldn't rush him back. I mean, I think he should no, just would, stay out yeah. until he's completely healthy and try to give oh, it one more way, go, maybe. Waddle broke a record yesterday. The Terry Kirby you know, one? or no, Terry Kirby? No. He, he is now, in his rookie year, he has the most yeah. receptions of any receiver coming out of Alabama in history. He broke Amari uh, Cooper's rookie record. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And that, he's, he's, fifth, he's fifth in the league in receptions. Yeah, yeah, and, he's. Uh, uh, really? Did you, anybody mention his name all year? No, it, it's right? the kind of thing where you about every other receiver around them, right? Yeah, it, it's definitely a dolphin bias. Um, they're they're not a national media hyped team. They they do not get the respect that they deserve. They don't get the respect they deserve in Florida. So they don't. They certainly don't get it outside. Um, it might even right. be worse in the state. Um, so yeah, it's just and it's just the kind of thing I guess that's not going to change. It's not going to change anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess you just uh, you, you kind of accept that and, and kind of thrive on it is the only uh, way to go. Um, how, how one thing like I didn't. Waddle, the Waddle, Waddle, yeah. Waddle celebration. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I, I watched I it a few know. times, and uh, I like it a lot, man. I think it's one of the best <laughs> celebrations Yeah, around. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> that Waddle was pretty good. It really was. Yep. Um, one thing we didn't say, uh, the big play of this game, and, and shame on me for not mentioning it at the start of the show, was the Duke Riley blocked punt. I mean, that was a big blocked punt, and he made a big tackle before that, and uh, and then he blocked the punt right after it. And what a big play by Duke Riley to really set the yep. stage. He had a good game. So, and also, you know, the Lindsay who we picked up off the waiver wire, yes, had a yes. very good game. You know, running. Now, Lindsay is you know? a good running back, Rich. He had two 1,000-yard seasons um, prior to last year with the Broncos, and then you know the Dolphins picking him up if he can kind of 
get back to some form of that, it adds a real balance and perspective to this running game, which you've been uh, you've been crying for for a while. This you know could yep. get them a little bit more of a semblance. Now, I I believe that even though the running backs are uh, uh, average. Uh, at best, um, I think Gaskins are a really good back. I like him a lot, but I like him for what he is. But I think the offensive line is the bigger problem, the way, why they're not running. So uh, we'll see if they can start getting it together more. But either way, Lindsey's a really good pickup if he can can play uh, anywhere close to the form that he's capable of playing. It's, it could be a real nice shot in the arm, um, you know, and you know to go to those three backs, which. Um, you know, I, I mean, it is what it is, but I don't know what Malcolm Brown's status is. Uh, but Ahmed, you know, as your third guy. I hope he's here for the rest of the year. <laughs> no, nah, don't say that. Don't say that. But I, I don't know what. Uh, I, I don't know what his status is. I didn't is, say I you know? want him to be hurt. I didn't say I want him to get hurt. He's hurt already. Just take the rest of the year off. Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was so kind-hearted of you. How how dare I? How dare I mis- misread that? No, 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 Malcolm. No, no, Malcolm. He didn't. He didn't want you to get hurt. He just wants you to suffer more and stay injured. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I gotta put up with 15 years. Uh, so, so you know, uh, offensively, as long as they keep progressing, you know, this defense is. You notice they're playing very similar to the way that they w- used to play. Now, I think they've went back to some old schemes. They're pressuring a lot more, and you know, they're they're putting some blitz packages on. Um, they're starting to really play well again. Uh, and, you know, we'll see if this continues. But it did start with, with uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So it's not like they've been playing this way on some bad teams, you know. They they've, they started with a really good team and the hardest guy to tackle in football as far as a quarterback. So, you know, yeah. we'll see. Promising, did you, uh, did you, you see any of the Broncos play yesterday? Uh, I didn't watch so much of the Broncos game because I was watching, um, you know, the the Rogers game in that time it spot. Just, but well, it, it just it, it made my stomach curl a little bit. I watched Jerome Williams. Now that we were going to draft in the second round, wow, this guy can fly. You know, I know everybody yeah. looks better there. I got that point, you know, but wow, this kid's good. You know, it's weird because uh, they've actually been playing pretty well. The Broncos, yeah, quietly. I know they've that. quietly yeah. been playing really good football that out of nowhere. Up for grabs. I mean, there's yeah. everybody, anybody can win the division. It's crazy. I mean, they. Stay, I don't know if you if you remember this, but um, uh, Philadelphia was playing really, really well, and they were, you know, they were they were on a win streak, you know, and the Broncos were like a gimme team. I mean, they they were the team that they just figured were gonna, you know, kind of yeah, roll right uh, over, and they got and, killed. And, and, yeah. and they yeah, and they blew them, and then they continued to to win. So uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how good they are, but like you said, I mean, they've they're certainly not the laugh of the league. They made like, San Diego you know, look, look very like a not like a, they made San Diego look very average yesterday. I'll tell you that. And 
what is the deal with uh, you know with that team? Because I mean they're they're just so up and, and it, down. Like it, it look, it, Her, Herbert doesn't look like the quarterback he looked like in the beginning of the year and all of last year, and he just doesn't look the same. I don't know what's going on. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. It just seems like every time they anoint one of these guys, they go the other way. Yeah. Actually, it was Dallas. I think it was Dallas that they blew out, Rich. I think it was Dallas that they blew out. I think Dallas went there. I think Dallas went to Denver, right? And they thought when Dallas was on that win streak, and Dallas, I think, got blown out there. And that kind of woke them up a little bit here. So, um, you know, at the very least, uh, you're looking at a very competitive league in a sense. But, I mean, don't kid yourself. You know, the two best teams uh, are still the two best teams on the NFC. I think that's crystal clear that the two best teams are Tampa and Green Bay when push comes to shove, and we'll see how that yeah. turns out. But a lot of these other teams, uh, especially now in the AFC, have come down to earth and you're seeing a resurgence, and uh, you know uh, we'll we'll see how mediocre mediocre uh, some of these teams are, or if other teams have just come up to their level. Um, the thing that I said to you, which just you know I hate to see, is the New England resurgence because you know they're just they've they've put themselves in a spot that you know they they just shouldn't be at, and it's just very bothersome if this is going to be something that, that continues. That they do have a very tough schedule. The remaining, they have some tough games coming up, but um, a lot of it's because Buffalo has come down to earth quickly. There's no doubt about it. But, uh, but there's just not really great teams in the AFC. I mean, Tennessee's not the same team without Derrick Henry. That's obvious. And Kansas City has not been the same team all year. So for whatever no, reason that is. As of late, they got back into the mix. You know, they get, they in the mix, but they're not. Them. But they're not Kansas City. They were back in the no. mix, yes. But they're they're far from being Kansas City as we've known Kansas well, City Mahomes, to be Mahomes the last two years. Great. Mahomes hasn't looked great since the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, he really hasn't. So, he hasn't played the so, same way. So you can no longer put them as a dominant team. You know, they're just they're at, they're in the top part of the of the conference, but. You know they're they're missing something. Um, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I guess it's going to depend on what team gets hot. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm not really impressed by uh, a lot of uh, you know the teams. Uh, there's nobody that really scares you that much. Um, you know, I mean the Ravens they, they they did not. I mean we we beat up on them really good, and you know they 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 fought Cleveland. You know. Last night, they didn't look they the anything Cardinals, special. The Cardinals were the, you know, were the team, and then you know Murray got hurt, and you know, well, on the they won two out of three since. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, but I'm saying, remember they were, they were like the, you know, one of the top teams, and they've fallen. Well, I back still think they are. I, 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 you're right. I yeah. did leave them out. They're actually the number one yeah. seed, right? I did leave them out. They're, I think they're nine and two. So you're right. I yeah, did they, take them out yeah, of the mix, they, but they're the best. But they've won two out of three actually, since they got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually the Rams that are the team that's, that's really come down yeah. to earth. And they went all in. I mean, they they are. If, I've never seen a now team so now in my life. I mean, they went. They, they gave away their whole entire future for this year. If you think about it. 
I mean, they're all in. There's no doubt about it. You know, they're they're yeah. they're they're all in. So uh, yeah. it's just a matter of. I don't, of what I don't they're think gonna... they have a drastic. <laughs> yeah, that's it's... not around the corner. <laughs> no, no. So I mean, I guess you, you, we'll see how that plays out. Um, you know, since Beckham's joined, it really hasn't. I mean, they 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 took a big hit. You know, with their guy going down, but um, you know Beckham was supposed to kind of compensate that a little bit. Uh, so you know, we'll see how it kind of goes. You know? Everybody, but, uh, everybody always thinks they can fix somebody. You know, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. You know, Beckham yeah. really right. He never really had any kind of year with Cleveland, right? He really hasn't played well since he left the Giants. No, he hasn't. He hasn't at all. I, mean, I think he had. I think when they made the trade, he had 225 yards on the year. I mean, that's pretty pathetic. Yeah, I mean, it's been like that. It's been a lot of injuries and just, uh, you know, not really getting on the field, you know. So, yep. uh, I guess, like you said, we'll have to see um, if he's able to get to some point. He did have that big touchdown, um, but... I don't know. I mean, it, you know, he's got that one-handed catch with the Giants. I mean, is this guy even memorable? You know? And no, I mean, I think that's what put him on the map. Yeah. Landry, Landry duplicated the catch three times, and he never got the credit. Well, I don't think anybody's duplicated that catch. But, yeah, there's been one-handed grabs that were very impressive. But I don't think anybody's duplicated that, and that's why he is he has been, you I know, I mean, when you look. 20, it looks the same to me. It's not though. I mean, when you look at that catch on that pylon falling backwards, and he's almost—he's almost—he's almost lateral to the ground, and he's got the one hand up and catches it. It's a touchdown. It's the first. It is phenomenal. I can't deny that. It, it's one of the. But you're right. That's the reason why he's uh, you know on the the map still. But he is so talented. It's just a matter of whether or not he can put it together and. uh you know, I guess we'll see um, how much he can help them, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, I've, you know, it doesn't seem to me that, you know, usually the, it never gets fixed at this point, you know? It doesn't happen in the second place. It's not going to happen in the third, you know? It's been too long. No, but he's, but he's in about the best spot that he can be in if it's going to happen. So, all right, yeah. let's uh, t- take our last break. We'll come back We'll wrap it up right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is former Miami Dolphins Mark Super Duper, and you are listening to the Miami Dolphin Legend Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-7000. 
888-242-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show, Pacatello, Retreat, and Zayn. Coming into the final stretch here, just a reminder, you can catch all our shows right on the iTunes. Uh, go right to the iTunes store. You can get them delivered right onto the phone. And uh, you can send us any questions or comments uh, right to Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll take you up to the uh, Monday Night Football game tonight, which is the Seahawks at Washington. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess, a uh, lackluster NFC oh. battle. but. Uh, <laughs> Let's be honest, horrible. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, those, uh, yeah, not the most exciting over there. Um, But, uh, you know, one thing, uh, too, I don't know uh, if I mentioned this when you were talking about uh, the stats. Did you know uh, Tua also became, uh, he he, he had uh, 80% completion percentage back-to-back in back-to-back games, and uh, the only that's only been done by by three other people in the history of the game yeah, in the I last saw that. fifty years. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. Kyler Murray, Crazy. Murray did it last year. Yeah. Breeze mm-hmm. did it in eighteen, and Peyton Manning did it in thirteen. So that's great. I mean, that's yeah, it is great. Uh, you yeah. know, it's just yep. you know, it's it's stuff. Is is the kid? Uh, I think you said it best when you look at these other guys that have taken such a, uh, a, a step backwards, you know, just give them a little respect. But it reminds me a lot of Tannehill. Tannehill, for a lot of, a lot of games in, in an early part, you know, he, he would do really good things and beat, you know, a lot well, of good teams. Yeah. And, and Andrew Luck would get all the credit and, and you know, I mean, I thought that he, you know, certainly, I thought Russell Wilson was by far the best out of them all, but Andrew Luck seemed to get so much more credit than Donahill did and continued to throughout his whole career, really. 
Um, and I think Tannehill, you know, would beat him. He'd put up really good numbers. And, you know, it's just ironic that he's still playing, you know, in the league, although he hasn't been playing well the last few weeks. But uh, you know my point. It just seems like there's a bias and Tua has it now, too. Very much so. But then, you know, then I remember five years of Jay Fiedler and nobody said boo. I mean, this guy, you know, was as bad as a starter could be over a five-year span. And, you know, and like, you know, they're talking about how many games he won, where they won in spite of the guy. So I don't understand a lot of that stuff, you know. I mean, you know, I've been watching football long enough to tell you what a good quarterback is, and Jay Fiedler certainly wasn't one of them. I think what happened with that is that Ricky Williams was so much the team and he was dominating at such a high level that he took all the headlines then. And so uh, him, you know, rushing, you know, back-to-back 200-yard games and and then, you know, flirting with the 2,000-yard season. Yeah, I think – but I'm saying I think that kind of took away – from Jay Fiedler mistakes and criticism a lot, you know, because he right. was doing such amazing things and the media was all over that, that it kind of overshadowed, you know, the lackluster play. And then and then Fiedler, you know, would have his moments, like the Raider game where he gets on his cover of Sports Illustrated to kind of compensate that. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think that was some of it. Chad Henning, Henning is really the guy that kind of was your last – quarterback before Tannehill that they drafted and was supposed to be the guy and certainly had his shot. I mean, he was there a long time. He played, it's crazy, he's still in the league, right? But um, school, he, he just didn't win. Ranks. He just no, he didn't, didn't win. win. And that's the, that's nope. the best way to describe him. I mean, he was a good quarterback. He did a lot of good things. He just didn't win. And uh, they would go deep into games, and I mean, he had some some lousy luck. I remember they dominated. He was he had the best game of his career against Pittsburgh, and they were about to beat Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh was really good, and uh, and then he got something in his eye, and he couldn't play. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. then we wound up losing yeah. that game. It was like bizarre. Um, so you know, I mean, so you know, if if you look at that. Uh, I think Denver also was a very very similar situation, right? The two legends left, and you can make an argument that the Dolphins have had better quarterbacks, but they got Pete and Manning, which basically stopped the bleeding and got them, you know, got them in two Super Bowls and got them one trophy. So it, it yeah. overshadowed the the amount of terrible quarterbacks they've had. I mean, we've had some terrible ones. Don't get me wrong, but I think that when you look at Ryan Tannehill, you know, and 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 maybe a Henny, you know, when you look at some of the ones they've had, they've had a real tough time replacing Elway too. You know, they've had some buttes. Yeah, there's no question about it. Some real winners. You know, I wonder if you know if Tua was in a really good coaching situation and game plan, you know, what he would be able to do. And hopefully it'll start to level out and and we'll see him shine regardless. Because uh, I, I, I still don't see anybody of major offensive weight coming here. I just don't. Unless they're looking to take over the team. And if that's the case, things are going to be really bad. So I, I don't see that happening. So it's going to basically be what he's got, which he's been playing well, and you know we'll see if it gets better and better. Um, 
I, you know what? I think that Chad O'Shea coming in here now has kind of leveled off, and I think he's really the main offensive guy as far as play calling and certainly well, all those exotic plays. There's, a, there's, an ex, there's definitely a difference in the offense. Yeah. Come back. There's no yeah. question about it. And it's because funny, the he's not guys. the offensive coordinator. You got the two guys no. who are supposedly the co-offensive coordinators, but I think it's really Chad O'Shea who's now taking that no, role as the coordinator. coordinator which makes... slash tight ends coach, offensive yeah, coordinator yeah. slash coffee boy. I mean, yeah. you know, give me a break. What's with uh, the slash? So, I've never seen that in my life when it says offensive coordinator, right? you got to get on the payroll. Offensive slash tight end coach, it doesn't exist. That, that is so idiotic, you know? So I think when you consider that, um, then, you know, like uh, maybe that's a big like reason why. He's just the manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Can you win like that? I think at some point it's got a level to somebody taking the reins. and But it seems like they may be finding that formula, I guess is my point. Yep. Yeah. That offensive line, the offensive line, you got to get some better coaching. You got to get that thing consistent. Um, you know, I thought Eichenberg would be better than he is. I mean, he showed some stability, but still not. You know, I it does take a while at these positions too. So there's going to be a grace yeah, period, and it's going to be a few years. Still have a good career. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's his rookie year. You don't know. You know that, that, absolutely. that could definitely change. You know? Yes, offensive line is the one area where guys could come in and they can become really good mainstays starting off, you know, subpar. You really can. But, you know, it's the kind of – How much time are they – the problem is how much time are they going to give all these guys? Like, you know, like I think you have to. Okay eventually, but they may not do that. They, you know they're going to bring in different people next year. Well, you can bring in different people. There's okay to bring in different people, but I think like, like you know, Austin Jackson – and and Eichenberg, right? I think those guys yeah, you have right. to invest in them. We need a center. You need a center. There's no doubt about it. You have I mean you're on your third string center. So, you know, yeah. so you can make changes there. You know, I'm I'm not crazy about Jesse Davis's play. Uh so I don't know if if, if that's somebody no. that stays. But no. you know, but you have to invest in in guys, you know, for for a little bit of the long haul. You know, like Eichenberg is going to be your guy. You know, Austin Jackson, you gotta, you've got to go with these guys for a little while. Even if they look like they're just really not playing well. You have to give them years to, to you know, to stay healthy and get in a rhythm and they'll get better. Um, but I think, like you said, I think center is a problem. And so you, if you can find yourself a center, uh, um, uh, a solid center that can stay healthy, that could be a game changer because then you don't have to move guys all around and, you know, you can start uh, maybe bring in a veteran tackle that could that could suddenly push everything to the top. Yeah, that's not an absurd statement. You know, if you had a, a solid center that was healthy every game and you added just one tackle, that line could become... Very good, quickly. Sure. Yep. So, you know, that, that's what you hope for. I mean, offensive line, there's a reason why we always say you don't draft an offensive lineman top, top, top. You just don't. Because Hall of Famers are lingering in the fifth round. 
And there's a reason why we say that. And the reason why we say that is because it takes time to get chemistry and consistency and to learn, you know, to, to grow into that position. I mean, that's just the way that position is. I mean, you know, Dwight Stevenson didn't start. They started Jim Langer, then Mark Denard. And he wasn't starting. Yeah. And he's arguably yeah. the greatest center of all time. I mean, it, you know, it just yes. got to give guys time to to kind of get in there. I mean, uh, you know, Webb and, Webb and Sims came right in off the bat and were very good. But Dan Marino is the greatest of all time as far as that goes. Right. So that helped a yeah. lot. It did. It helped a lot. I mean, and if you were to hurt that those two guys were the size of Mount Everest. You know? No, it didn't. It it didn't, but the quick release and also Marino is yes. the, when you have a quarterback like that, he he's not going to allow bad offensive line play. It's just not going to happen. No. It's not no. going to happen. He's going to coach you and he's going to make sure you're playing really good, uh, you know. And so you know they had they had that uh, luxury when they came in the league, and not everybody has that. So um, I still say the offensive line is their biggest issue right now, but I also think that it's a, a, a very correctable issue in the future. Yeah. We, we, and, yeah, that has to be corrected, and we need better linebackers. You know, you gotta get you got to get, like, somebody in the middle that can run the team. You need, a, you yeah, need another I, Zach Thomas player, you know. We don't have anybody that goes sideline to sideline. No, um, they've tried very, very mediocre. Yeah, they've tried, I guess, drafting somewhat in that spot, but, um, but not. They've they never went it high. all out. What no, that? they haven't addressed it. They haven't addressed it high. You know. No, I mean the highest they addressed it, I guess, was Baker, right? I mean, yeah. Van Ginkle, though, was was a fairly – was I guess he was like fourth-round pick or something like that, and he's been playing better. Um, but you're right. They, I mean, they really haven't went all out for that linebacker, and they have to do that because, they're, they're, you know, there's – you're right. There's a big lacking in that linebacking crew to then the secondary, you know. The and pass you, rush has been playing that. pretty good, though. You see that. How many of the safeties and quarterbacks are making tackles on running plays? They get right back to linebackers. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's like if the – if the defensive line doesn't stop, the linebackers certainly don't do it. Yeah, and a lot of times, yeah, and a lot of times your defensive linemen aren't necessarily going to make those tackles. You know, that's they're they're going to plug up holes and stuff. Um, and defensive line's been playing pretty well. I like the way the line's been playing actually a lot. Uh, so yeah, there's a weakness in that in that linebacking crew. Um, but you know, Rich, listen, I I honestly believe Van Noy was a big mistake, letting him go. Big mistake. I watch him well, play. They don't have I watch play. how. They, I don't think he played great last year, but they haven't replaced him with anybody better. But you may not realize how influential he was. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he was so much more influential on the way everybody else played too, with his leadership and just you know taking up you know guys on him. And I watch how good he's playing with New England again. He's playing very well up there. And uh, it was just a mistake because you never replaced him in any capacity at no. all. And, you know, having this guy on that team healthy would be very nice right now. It would be very nice. Good talk.
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I course, yeah, I, got <laughs> I thought you were still going. That's why. I didn't want to know and step on you. Well, unfortunately, we're both going because that's the end of our show for this week. But we'll see. Uh, the Giants come to town. Hopefully, they can continue this uh, winning streak, and we'll see you next Monday. See how it all shapes out. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment, and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.